1: Sources inside sources, Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Welcome everyone to Inside Sources. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, Opinion Editor at the Deseret News. And over the next 60 minutes, uh, we're going to help you divide the rage from the reason, help you make the news make sense, and a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes in radio. And so we're going to get right to it today. We're very pleased to have Senator Mitt Romney uh, joining us live on the line from Washington. Senator, thanks for coming on with us today.
0: Happy to join you again, Boyd.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, it was reported in the Washington Post late last week uh, that the uh, Homeland Security Department would be placing a what really amounts to a 500 percent increase on the delivery of family history records uh, through the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. And uh, you've obviously looked at that. Your staff has done a, a deep dive on it. And uh, you've sent a letter over asking some important questions. Tell us about that.
0: Well, it came as a real shock, um, but uh, but the uh, uh, United States Citizenship and Immigration Services uh, folks uh, charge a fee for people if they want to get information uh, regarding a uh, an immigrant that came in through um, uh, anyone of a number, number of our legal ports, and uh, uh, if people want to get a copy of a, this kind of a document and learn more about uh, a family member, an ancestor, why they uh, they apply for it, they get it, and they pay a fee. And in the past, uh, that that fee is been, well, sixty-five dollars or so, and uh, and then they came out with a new rule saying, "Oh, by the way, we're we're raising the the total cost if you want to get a search and then a records fee. Uh, why it's going to go from a modest number to six hundred and twenty-five dollars. Wow! I mean, it's an unthinkable. It's a five hundred percent increase." So um, uh, I was pretty alarmed. Uh, we we contacted the department and said, look, I want a complete accounting. I want to understand how much fee revenue you get right now, what your costs are, have those costs changed, have they gone up? If so, by how much? And basically, let's go through the numbers and see how it is you're trying to justify this, this number, because my own guess is... They're you know they're facing tight, tight budgets and they've decided hey here's a group of people that no one will hear from we'll just jack the fee way up to the moon and uh, we won't hear them back well yeah. too bad uh, they're going to hear back and it makes a real difference to a lot of us right. uh, who care about being able to get genealogical records uh,
1: from our government uh, and, and it's so important and it is as you said senator a, a transparency and an accounting and accountability. Uh, piece that's so important, as you mentioned, it does impact everyone from the professional genealogists to uh, to those doing their family history. I thought it was interesting that the uh, that the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services officials uh, declined to explain how they arrived at those new fee amounts, uh, and that uh, obviously, as you mentioned, they're they're under tight budget things, but they also have a one point two six billion dollar budget shortfall. And is this one of those examples? Where, again, government that isn't transparent, uh, where you have an agency, not elected officials, saying, ah, we're just going to move this up, we'll we'll open up a 30-day window for people to comment, no one will really know, and then uh, the fees will go up and our budget will be balanced.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're right. Which is, uh, I I have to admit that I've been in this position before, looking for sources of revenue, and uh, and I've I've raised a fee or two, and so I can't uh, <laughs> I can't have entirely clean hands. But I can tell when people are raising fees well beyond uh, the number that ought to be applied. And my own view is that a, a fee ought to reflect what the actual cost is of the government to carry out a particular service, and, and we're not expecting uh, taxpayers to subsidize people who want a particular governor, government service, but but the government should not be making a huge profit on, uh, on providing a service, which is an important service to many, many people, and so I, I'm insisting that we know what is the cost of providing this service and have they turned this into a an opportunity to, to try and balance their budget on the backs of people who care about genealogy and family history yeah. And if that's the case, why, then I'm going to be moving towards legislation or other action that will uh, prevent that kind of direction. And, I, by the way, I think they would they'd probably adjust if they got enough sure. heat, they'll see the light.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. It's amazing how that works. Sometimes the heat does create a little bit more light uh, than they anticipate. Uh, but it is, as you said, this is reasonable. This is responsible. Uh, and again, I think it's a, an area where you're showing your focus on the constituents here in Utah who are clearly con- concerned about that. Uh, If you're just joining us, we've got Senator Mitt Romney on the line. Senator, I know we've got just a short window with you today, uh, but I wanted to jump quickly uh, to another topic, uh, something that you've been talking about specifically today as it relates to the drug cartels, another big concern along our border. Uh, Give us some insight into what's happening. A lot of people think nothing's happening in Washington, but impeachment proceedings. Uh, You're showing today that there is some serious and important work being done.
0: That's right. There, there are a number of uh, senators uh, who, like myself, are introducing a bill which imposes uh, very substantial sanctions on drug cartels. And the way we're going about that is instead of coming up with an entirely new approach to uh, how we take on these institutions, these groups, these uh, these awful uh, uh, drug cartels, uh, is that we're, we're basically categorizing uh, drug cartels as uh, terrorist organizations, because we already have extensive uh, legislation and procedures in, for dealing with terrorist organizations, and those procedures and and uh, and strictures relate to uh, financial uh, penalties, uh, the ability to arrest people that that uh, are, are parts of terrorist organizations, the ability to prevent them from coming into the U.S. and so forth. So those things are already in place. Uh, With regards to terrorist organizations, what we're saying is we now want drug court cartels to be listed as a terrorist organization and be subject to the same kind of penalties, the same kind of, uh, well, authorities to our law enforcement, which would now be able to be applied against these cartels. So it's a... a big step uh, that will give us a lot more uh, weaponry, if you will, uh, to go after these cartels.
1: Oh, that's, uh, that is just uh, critical work there. And again, important work that is being done. Uh, before I let you go, Senator, I can sneak one last question in. I know you were part of a, a really important conversation, it impacts a lot of folks here in the state of Utah, uh, but a beginning conversation today around uh, family leave. Can you just tell us where that conversation is going and uh, where you think that's likely to head into the new year?
0: Well, I'm pretty encouraged that we're really making progress on family leave. And and frankly, Ivanka Trump has been uh, one of the champions of this, and I think that's had an impact. Uh, One aspect that's going to become uh, part of law very shortly uh, is that government workers, uh, federal government workers, are going to have a family leave provision, which allows people to take uh, 12 weeks off uh, after the birth of a child to be able to stay home and still be paid. Uh, I hope many if not all private companies do the same thing. We're not going to mandate that, but but I hope that happens. But then there are a number of people that are not going to have that benefit from their company. And so uh, a number of senators, Republicans and Democrats gathered this morning to talk about legislation that we're proposing uh, that uh, uh, will allow people, if they wish to do so, to take some of their retirement benefit from Social Security and pull it forward to the time when they've just had a child. And then they can uh, pay it back uh, during their retirement years, uh, either by taking in a slightly smaller uh, re- retirement benefit from Social Security or perhaps delaying the the age that they begin taking their Social Security benefits. So it's, it's, it's allowing people, it's allowing uh, moms or dads or moms and dads uh, to pull from the future uh, an income stream that will now permit them to provide uh, the time that they need uh, to help bring a, a, a child home and uh, and provide the kind of parentage that you hope that they'd have. And I I'd, I'd note, you know, we know that the first several months, the first year or two of a child's development is critical in the mm-hmm. development of their brain uh, and their uh, their long-term future. So this is really a high priority for me. Uh,
1: that's, that's so great. And uh, I, I know that's going to be one that's going to continue on there, but it's bipartisan. There's a lot of great activity allowing both the free market to, to drive some of the things and giving people choice in terms of how they use that time, how they may use it on the back end, working a few months longer and so on on the Social Security side. So great uh, innovative conversations uh, that are so vital. Senator Mitt Romney, thanks so much for joining us today. Appreciate uh, you showing us that there is some real serious and important work happening in Washington for the country and for the state of Utah. Thanks,
0: Boyd. Good to be with you again.
1: All right. Again, Senator Mitt Romney joining us on the line today. Appreciate his insight. And uh, and I do think it's important for all of us to remember there is some serious work going on and there is important work going on. And uh, we don't always have to be consumed with the rage. Uh, There are a lot of reasonable folks on both sides of the aisle doing some things that are making a difference uh, around the country. All right. We're going to go ahead and step aside when we come back. Tim Carney, my friend's going to join us from American Enterprise Institute, talking about uh, small town America. Don't go anywhere. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. You're listening to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio.